your parents know that you listen to the evil rock music. You're an American teenager, for God's sake. Welcome to Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. I'm Melissa Olson. Episode 6, Happy Birthday. Today we're going to talk about getting older and sometimes celebrating that fact. We'll discuss the soundtrack of Season 1, Episode 6, Rory's Birthday Parties. And we'll hear from music enthusiast, artist, and Gilmore fan, Joe Zappa. As always, I'll wrap it up with the weekly recommendations segment, Spinning in Stars Hollow. So pour yourself another cup of coffee. It's time for Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. Birthdays are sort of a common denominator. Everybody has them. Whether you like them or not, whether you celebrate them or not, that's a different story. Some people hate their birthdays. Some people love their birthdays. Some people have weird birthday traditions. Do you know what I think? What? I think you're a great, cool kid and the best friend a girl could have. Back at you. And it's so hard to believe that at exactly this time, many moons ago, I was lying in exactly the same position. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Only I had a huge fat stomach and big fat ankles and I was swearing like a sailor. On leave. <gasps> On leave, right. And there I was. In labor. And while some have called it the most meaningful experience of your life, to me, it was something more akin to doing the splits on a crate of dynamite. I wonder if the Waltons ever did this. This doesn't seem completely out of the question, since at the end of every episode, they would close with voiceovers of all the characters saying goodnight to each other and comments related to that episode. Talking about what happened when somebody was born seems pretty ordinary for the Waltons. Also, conveniently... The house that acts as the Walton household is the same building that acts as the exterior of the Dragonfly Inn in later seasons of Gilmore Girls. Episode 6 has a lot to go over, including a lot of party music. But this episode also brings its fair share of music references. So, how would you like two parties this year? You couldn't get her to cave. No, but she did agree to make the string quartet learn like a virgin. Well, he tried. Sweetie, I promise. Saturday night we'll do it up right at home. A star's hollow extravaganza. So, is this party grandma's having gonna be a big deal? Not really. The government will close that day. Flags will fly at half-mast. Barbara Streisand will give her final concert. Again. Uh-huh. Now, the Pope has previous plans, but he's trying to get out of them. However, Elvis and Jim Morrison are coming, and they're bringing chips. You ask a simple question. All four of these music references are textbook definition of the music tastes of somebody born in the late 60s, like Lorelai. But we can quickly switch to Lorelai sort of mocking her young 15-year-old daughter and the type of music she's supposed to be into. And Justin is just so dreamy. He can't marry Britney. I'll just cry and cry and cry. The first song we hear in this episode is a 1981 single from Scottish band Altered Images, Happy Birthday. This song may also be familiar from its appearance in 1984's 16 Candles from writer and director John Hughes. 
This song is a particularly interesting choice. It's very poppy and upbeat while Rory is going through a time of feeling misunderstood and feeling really, really bad about her grandmother inviting everyone in her class to a birthday party that she didn't even know was going to be such a big deal. The next reference is pretty broad, but highlights the major differences between Lorelai and her mother, Emily, and the way that they view the world. Oh, Mom, look, this is good. What is that? It's a purse shaped like a guitar. This is great. Great for what? For Rory. What would Rory do with this? She should put stuff in it, carry it around. In public? Yes. What would people think? Well, that she's an axe murderer, of course. In the scene where Rory and Lane go into Luke's, and Luke tells them to sit at a specific table because he blew up balloons and made her a coffee cake, Rory is carrying a stack of CDs. Now, it takes a lot for me to admit to you that I spent a significant amount of time zooming in on those CDs and trying to determine exactly what they were. If you are a bigger fan than I am and you know what CDs she is carrying, please make a comment on my blog and let me know what they are. Help me sleep better at night. Here. What is it? Shirley Temple. What are you drinking? A Shirley Temple Black. Wow. I got your good ship lollipop right here, mister. On the good ship lollipop, it's a sweet trip to a candy shop where bonbons play on the sunny beach in Peppermint. When Lorelai and Rory take refuge in Lorelai's old bedroom, we see many posters on the wall, including a Wild Boys poster from Duran Duran and an Echo and the Bunnymen poster above the headboard. Next up, we have the birthday soundtrack from Stars Hollow, beginning with This Old House from the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Originally written and published in 1954, Stuart Hamblin's This Old House reached the top of the charts in the U.S. and the U.K. when sung by Rosemary Clooney. This 1998 recording we hear at Rory's second birthday party gained popularity during the swing revival of the 90s, which saw a popular interest in swing and jump blues. The next song we hear at the house party comes from Scottish band Travis. Why does it always rain on me? single from the 1999 album The Man Who, Why Does It Always Rain On Me brought Travis into the international spotlight, charting well in the UK, Australia, Japan, and the United States. Feeling, you 
The next song is an instrumental piece, referenced many times online as The Lathe of Heaven by Scott Abel's Aaron Owens, Matthew W. Parker, David Fuente, and Brian Dixon. I had a hard time finding anywhere online that had details on this song. So again, if you have any information, please let me know. You can hear it in the background of this scene. So, how does it look? No, it doesn't look structurally sound. Drink up, Dad. Don't panic. Oh, good opening line. What's wrong? We're out of ice. How can we be out of ice? We had a ton of ice. It was like a penguin habitat in there. I, I don't know how it happened. I just know it's happened, and somehow we have to deal with it. Well, I will go and get some. <gasps> oh, my God! You're a vision! Suki, we have ice! Hallelujah. Well, good rule of thumb is you can never have too much ice. Oh, you're the best! <laughs> oh, hi, Mom. This is uh, my friend, Luke. How do you do? Fine, thank you. Well, I'd better get these in the freezer before they melt. Well, not very likely in here. <laughs> the last recorded song we hear in this episode is A Bittersweet Moment. Louis Armstrong with What a Wonderful World. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. We hear friends from Stars Hollow sharing warm, fond memories of Rory's childhood, while Lorelai smiles. Emily is seen off to the side, sipping her drink and seemingly realizing how much she missed. As she wanders upstairs, the words, what a wonderful world, seem hauntingly sad when crooned by Louie. The fond, happy memories of Lorelai mixing with time and memories lost during Emily and Richard's absence in Lorelai and Rory's lives. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying how they do. They're really saying. My guest today is Joe Zappa. Joe is an artist, a music lover, and an everyday comedian. He easily draws parallels between his own life and the many characters of Stars Hollow. I always feel a little out of sorts with people. In that regard, I definitely relate to Lorelai, her wanting to say something funny to like make everything go a little smoother for her. She said a new topic, Mom. Everything's a joke. Everyone's a punchline. Okay, I'm sorry. My daughter, Henny Youngman. It could just be like a house party or something. And like, maybe I only know one or two people because I've been there before. If you don't know someone, especially if I don't know someone, I don't know what to say. 
I'll try to just be funny to make them like me. Whereas I think for her, it's more about being uncomfortable with the stuffiness of her parents and in that environment which she was never comfortable with i'm just not comfortable in any setting it's one suggestion oh yes and there was the t-shirt with the farrah fawcett face a hero to many who aspired to the perfect feather flip i don't know how or why i was doing this i mean there was a time where the like faux hawk was a thing that people were doing but i took it a step further for some reason Luckily, there are no pictures of this. There just weren't, like, the phones that you could just take pictures and they just go up everywhere. It was the faux hawk, and then I decided that the sides also needed to have some sort of flare out. I would walk around campus with my hair like that, and no one that I hung out with at the time said, hey, don't do that. I guess I wanted to be different than the other different people, maybe? I don't know. Okay, I'm three, because I'm gonna drop it. Okay, one, two. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rory. Happy birthday to you. My mother, she would always put together, I was lucky enough to have like outside parties. I think my favorite one because this was like I loved the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's a cake and there was like turtle the tur Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on them. I got the like mask, the like fake nose thing. Unfortunately, as as much as we tried as kids to get our my party shut down by the cops, it didn't happen. So I hear you're having a party Saturday. Yeah, mom's famous for her blowouts. The best one was her eighth birthday. Oh yeah, that was good. The cops shut us down. The cops shut down an eight-year-old's birthday party? And arrested the clown. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of this. And it was disappointing because we were all dressed up. When you're the turtles, you're trying to cause problems, right? With all the pizza throwing, the passers-by. It's time again for Spinning in Stars Hollow, where I give recommendations for music based on what we heard in this episode. You can always find these songs on the Spinning in Stars Hollow playlist, which is on the blog at gilmoregirlsoundtrack.com. Today we start with a song for fans of Travis. Moving on from James. Please don't get me started Looking backwards To move on Said leaving when leaving's An English band from Manchester, James formed in the early 80s, but didn't reach great success until the 90s through a hit on American college radio. The band reunited in 2007 for a new album and international tour. Moving On comes from the band's 2014 album and was released as a single with a gorgeous stop-motion animated video which you can watch in my show notes at gilmoregirlsoundtrack.com.
This next song is for fans of the Swing Revival and the Brian Setzer Orchestra. This is Tell Me from Wesley Bright and the Highlights. Formed in Akron, Ohio in 2011, the group always draws large crowds. Large crowds who want to dance. The seven-piece group makes soul music that blends right in with classics from the 1960s, but attracts fans of all ages. recommendation this week is also for fans of Travis, or just fans of great 90s music in general. Here's English rock band Blur with Coffee and TV. ever been a musical missed opportunity on Gilmore Girls, I would say this is it. It becomes clear throughout the show that Lane, among others, are fans of Blur. But this song, Coffee and TV, never makes an appearance. It seems like an obvious choice. I mean, the title alone. Really? They talk about coffee every five minutes? There's references to other television shows and pop culture. Melissa Olson, thanks for joining me this week for Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. To read the show notes, go to gilmoregirlsoundtrack.com. And if you've been wondering just how much research goes into this show... By the way, I love that. I love that binder full of all these things. That's great. Yes. This is just <laughs> that's, season one. That's fantastic. Until next week, stay caffeinated, my friends.